Oh man, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing I'm right. I'm doing right. <laughs> You've had a busy schedule. Busy schedule, and then yesterday I had an opening shift, so I was like, oh, like, uh, like, thank God, like I, I'm a morning person anyway. I go to work, and the t- on the the Tapazi Bridge, I, I refuse to call it what it is. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I know, like, people were driving like maniacs, like like motorcycles like like i'm like somebody's gonna get killed here why is everybody there's six stupid? lanes you know on each side <laughs> dude and i look across to the southbound side of the bridge and there's nobody i'm like oh like wouldn't it be nice if you guys could just you know find a racetrack as open as that side but then when i get through i get to the other side i see a truck with a giant pipe yeah like the, one of the biggest pipes i've ever seen parked and then cop cars everywhere blocking the road everybody was late to work except for me i was going the opposite way right but this is like 7 20 in the morning yeah 7 15 7 20 um and you know at work people are like yo this person could be late this person expected expected i get out at five i left at 505 i was so happy i get out i got home at 7 30 a 20 minute drive turned into a two and a half hour drive. Ugh. And so what I found out was that truck had a load on it that was too big for the, for an underpass oh, no. or for an overpass and, uh, and, and bashed the heck out of a bridge really, and everything like that. So that, yeah, Oh yeah, dude. I, when I finally got to it, you know, the concrete is stripped, there's rebar hanging. Oof. I was like, Oh man, can opener. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. I bet that pipe is uh, no longer usable too. Oh yeah, and that, and that's a uh, the the overpass too. They were super paranoid. It's a walking bridge, so like, well, we don't want people falling. From right, there. right. Well, at least it wasn't a a vehicle bridge. You know, that, what do they call that? Just yeah, like a bridge for cars. Yeah, just we, I think they Transport. call it uh, la bridge. La, br- <laughs> la bridge. That's right. Jeez, man. What is what does she say in Home Alone? What the French call les incompetents. Oh. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I probably butchered that, but that was, I think it's pretty close. No, dude. At least you had something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I came to you with dead air. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna set up a punchline, you know, at least have the backup for it. Oh. Dude, all right. Well, that sucks. Two and a half hours for a twenty minute drive. Oh yeah, typical New York. But yeah, so, so with uh, people being out on vacation, Rachel and I having like opposite schedules and everything. Like, I'm glad that's coming. That to a sucks. Close this when week. you told me that, that was I was angry for you. Like, how do you get rid of three people, <laughs> one department? Like, no, you guys have mandatory <laughs> vacations. Good luck, Mike. <laughs> that's terrible. Thank you for your service. I can't do a good Jesse Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> just, it has to sound more paranoid. And, uh, <laughs> a little smoky mind control <laughs> mind control he's more minnesota in there man that guy that's true that's that guy's true. messed up <laughs> he's got some problems dude he was he was an early out in predator you know what do you expect All right right man that was a good good movie oh Jeez. man what have you been up to um well for me it's it's been all about the book honestly yeah, yeah. so i was super excited um, looking forward to seeing we some got any artwork. timelines. Got what? 
So, oh uh, yeah, we t- last time we talked uh, privately. Not we're not including you on this, listeners. Yeah. Um, last time we talked, uh, you were saying edits are done. Now we're looking at artwork. Any timeline on the artwork? It's been like two or three weeks for the last couple of weeks. So, could okay. be next week. Who knows? Uh, I'm hoping mm-hmm. so. I wasn't thinking that the edits were going to be as quick as they were, nor the turnaround for what I was asking for. Because I asked for a couple of things that I wasn't sure they were going to actually do. Um, I just didn't know if they're going to work with me. And there was no kickback or pushback whatsoever. So I was very excited about that. You know, it was nice. nice. Well, that's, that's a testament to how good of a writer you are, where they're like, ship shape, you know, well, a couple commas. I don't know, you know, I don't know if this was like a deal breaker for them. Like, oh, no, we got to appease this guy. I have nothing to prove yet, you know, so. <laughs> we got a new Mark Twain on our hands. <laughs> I don't know. This guy's going to be a gold mine. <laughs> the global cl- climate or the social climate right now. I don't know if that's what they're looking for. <laughs> Are you talking about Jay? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. I don't know if that's that's true. But um, I don't know if that can make. It yeah, I'll, I'll go for something else. <laughs> but it's it's been um, it's been a crazy ride so far. Uh huh. It's, it's been pretty cool. Like I'm. An, I'm. I, I just. I still can't believe it. It's nuts. Yeah, it's it's happening a lot faster for you than you anticipated, right? I thought for sure it was going to be at least three months before edits were done. I right. mean, what I I signed the paperwork a month ago at this point, uh-huh. less than a month ago, and we're done with the edits, and it's just insane. Yeah. So I, I was I was very happily surprised. So Dang. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the artwork, but I'm also not. I I just don't. I think that one's going to take longer. But hey. I was surprised with the first one. Maybe I'll be surprised with this one too. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, like if you if you have such a strong idea of what the artwork should be, um, you might, you might, you know, like be anticipating hard reactions to it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Everyone seems to like the cover, but it's too dark. And I get that. I understand for advertising purposes. Dark as a like like color scheme. Yeah, or dark it's just as a very a dark theme. book. So like this is supposed to be on TV. It's supposed to be on social media. And mm-hmm. if it's too dark, then, yeah, you don't you don't want that. It doesn't make for a good commercial. So I understand. That's fine. Mm. Um, but my what my wife did was actually exactly what I was thinking in my head. I don't know. They said trust them. You know, they have good artists. We'll see what happens. You just got to put your foot in the sand, though, and be like, listen, it's got to at least resemble this. Like, like, I, d- you know, I made it, it as plainly as I could several times because they weren't quite getting what I was saying. I was like, listen, they thought I was like, no, you have to use my wife's artwork and that's it. I was like, mm. I said it so many times, like, let me be clear as, as nice as I could possibly be in an email. This is the other thing. I, I haven't yeah. talked to anybody since since the acquisitions, since the person that brought no. me on board. I haven't talked to anybody on the phone. It's all been emails. I'm hoping to at wow. least get someone on the phone pretty soon here. But through a, a few different emails, I was like, let me be clear. Like, you want to know what I'm looking for. This is a visual representation of exactly what I'm looking for. But use it as mm. a base. Do whatever you want. Yeah. And But it has to be on the base. Yeah. It's like, I kind of want it like this. But let's, listen, if they're actual artists and they come up with something that's mind-blowing to me, then that's great. That's fine. You know, I don't know. But the artists haven't read the book. That's the other thing. That's what I was going to say. Like, if they read the book and then they're like, I see what he was seeing and gave you a representation of what they saw when they were reading. And like, you'd be cool with that. Yeah. 
Totally cool. Yeah. And I would prefer that they had read it, but that's just not how it's going to happen. You know, they, no. they don't have time for that. I, and I get that because they're working on, this is a company that's working on several books all at the same time. Mm. I'm in line. You know, that's how it goes. Like I was put into an editing yeah. process. That process didn't begin until an editor was freed. So I get that. It's probably the same thing for the artist. Supposedly I'm going to get a couple different drafts, like a couple different ideas right off the bat and then go from there. But you have the final say. I do have the final say. I do. Okay. It's just how, how much am I going to either have to compromise or am I just going to be completely shocked that they were able to just do even better than I had in my head? You know, that would be great. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is I had, they had to get past my wife. <laughs> my wife is very critical when it comes to, you know, colors and shapes and, and things. And uh, if she's not happy, I'm not happy. <laughs> That's how that goes. No, of course not. So I listen. And it's sentimental too. I mean, we're talking about your first published book. Oh, it's my baby, you know? Yeah. Like, like I understand that. Like we want to get this thing going, but no, you know, start throwing that weight around. Yeah. Like you don't know who you signed. Yeah. 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 No, not yet. Not yet. I can't, can't do that until they start seeing some numbers. Throwing your weight around like James Gandolfini. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah, With, with nothing to show for it at this point. (laughs) But no, but it doesn't matter if you, if if it's red on your face, you're good. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It's very true. Listen, Carrie and I were talking about James Gandolfini uh, today and, and, Mm. and how, uh, shout out to Carrie already. Yo, what up, Carrie? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I was, I was talking about how upset I was because I've been trying to work on my James Gandolfini impression. And it's the impression I want to do the best, but it's one of the hardest ones because it's like this tough guy voice, but he's got kind of a, like a lateral overbite list. Yeah. You know, like, but, but when I try to do it, I slip so easily into Joe Pesci. Okay. It's kind of like when I try to do an Irish accent, like I'll get it good for the first sentence. But if you start a conversation with me, I'm Jamaican at like, like 30 seconds yeah. in, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, you don't think about it until you realize like he kind of had a, like a high pitch to his voice at times with a strong undertone to carry it into this like almost commanding demeanor. But if you break it down to like different sections, it's like, it's not very intimidating. Until you put the undertone no. in, and it's, and then in the facial expressions, and, and the facial expressions and the smile, I could do yeah, the twist. Is, that was a twist. I'm not going to do it here. I, I'm not going. Maybe next time, but I'm not going to do it here. But I'm getting good at a sarcastic James Gandolfini, okay. but not like uh, I'm a bash your head in James okay. Gandolfini. <laughs> <laughs> Wait until we get on video so people can see your face when you're doing it too. But then he he mentioned because I mentioned eight millimeter. As an old James Gandolfini oh, he was uh, movie, yeah, yeah, it was a smaller part, but still like, yeah. like great acting. He brought up, and it, we were trying to. He was like, wasn't he a dirty cop in something? And I thought Fallen with John Goodman, uh, Denzel Washington, and James yeah, Gandolfini. That wasn't his fault. No, but but um, he was like, no, 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 no. He like he was like, I never saw that movie. It wasn't that movie. And then he figured it out. He's like, oh, it wasn't a dirty cop. He was a prison warden. Yes. Last Castle. That was a good movie. Ooh, dude. Good role, too. I want to watch Last Castle so bad again. Yeah. (laughs) That might be on Plex, actually. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. That's a good movie. What was the the lead, that handsome fellow? Yeah, that's uh, Robert Redford. Robert Redford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that was a good That's based on a true story? I don't know. And even if it, yeah, if it was, (laughs) it's not going to be a good one. 
that representation. But it's, it. it's still an amazing flick. And James Gandolfini is uh, like unbelievable. Man, he was so underrated until he got into Sopranos. <sighs> you know? And then he got stuck in Sopranos. Right. You know, like, did he do anything after Sopranos? I know he did Where the Wild Things Are. He did that. He did, he did uh, the Mexican while he was filming mm-hmm. that. That was good. That was a good role. Um, yeah, no, he was in a bunch of stuff. That, and then he had that freak. Yeah. Tap out. Yeah. And, and but his son's getting into acting. And I did you see that? The um the the prequel to the Sopranos, that movie? No, I did not. That's the one that came out already, yeah. right? Uh what was it uh, called? Was it Sons it? of Newark? Sons of I Newark or something like that. Saints, Saints of, of Newark. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um I I didn't see it uh only because I I thought that when it ended, it ended. Yeah. And doing a prequel for it, they did enough, you know, precedent for it in the show. And then before I could even think about seeing it, I was hearing reviews from people that saw it and they were like, you know, it's, it's fans. I heard it was fan service, you know? Well, the thing is you're, you're trying to come in with material that was made iconic by an iconic actor. And he's gone. And he's gone now. And so it, it loses its taste. Yeah. The the thing that they did correctly, or at least it was a, a good idea, was they brought his son to play himself. And that was good. Like he did a really good job as, as really? playing a younger father. It was it was good. Um he do anything else actually? No, I think this was his well, it, okay. I can't say that for sure. I, I think this was his first. Okay. But um he did a good job. The many saints of Newark. Is it many saints? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're bad at this. <laughs> With the worst. <laughs> For a film review podcast, we're pretty bad at the, some simple things. In all fairness, it never went to theater, so that's uh, that's not our fault. I talk to I talk to people at work sometimes, and I'm like, yeah, I'm watching this movie. I might bring it up and everything. I, I'm going to watch it tonight and the next day. They're like, what did you think about it? I was like, I fell asleep halfway through. They're like, you have a movie podcast, and you fall asleep halfway through. Every- you watch movies in half. You go home, you have dinner, you fall asleep, and you're like, where did I leave? See, that's the thing. Like, also... <laughs> We don't ever see new movies in theaters, you know? The last one we saw was pretty recent. That was the... Um, uh, the Sound of Freedom. Sound right. of Freedom. But, like, there's so many movies out. Like, I think the seen. last one before that was Smile. Right. So we have nothing to, to say. But this brings me to, to another point where, yeah, we, you know, guilty. We, didn't, uh, we haven't been in the movies in a while or frequently. But we're looking at a new world. Writers and actors are on strike right, right now. Well, should be catching up. And huh? we should be catching up on those films that are in the theater still. Well, I mean, like we're no a lot of stuff we watch are you know new to streaming. Yeah. And and I, it got me thinking about like this new dynamic. And I mentioned either the last time we talked or the time before uh, Matt Damon's interview when he was talking about how when DVDs went away. I mean, when when DVDs came in, mm-hmm. the deals changed, right. and you could do artful movies and not make a bunch of money up front, but get points on the sales after. Yes. And now we're in the streaming services. Movies aren't in theaters as long as they are, and they're getting released to the public sooner than they were. But a lot of these streaming companies are playing the numbers close to the chest right. and trying to get flat rates. Right out of out of actors and not you know uh taking into account 
how easy it is to stream and, and not giving them that information. Right. And that's why they're not getting the residuals that they're used to. So you have big names that are getting pennies on the dollar or pennies on the, the millions of dollars. And so they're not seeing anything. And that was like, that's the whole argument with, you know, our, our, we did fantastic. You know, this, this, this show did really good. This movie did really good that we put out. Like, well, how do you know? How do you know it did well? Right. You know, you don't know. There's no real way to tell like how many people actually watched it and from what devices and stuff like that and for how long they watched how it. Many to- or how many, how times, many times they watched it. You know? So no, those numbers, they're garbage. They don't mean anything. Well, I, well, they, I think they mean, I think that's one of the things that might be in the background of the strike is I think they mean more than streaming companies want to let on. Oh, I'm you sure know, that the streaming executives know exactly yeah. what's going on. Oh, 100%. But, they got the metrics. But the, the actors and the people involved, the directors and everybody, they have no nope. idea what's there. God, that, the first time I heard about that, and I think I've said this before, were comedians that would make a special and sell it to Netflix. And the, Netflix would be like, you're getting a flat rate. Right. You want it? This is the price. And then they never hear how well it's doing. Right. You know, it goes to the top of the page because it's new, but they never get updates on you had this many views. Right. On this. Because not not yeah. that it means anything for that movie, because obviously in the contract, they're not getting any residuals from it anyway. But mm. it would be bargaining chips for later on for any other projects that they agreed to take on. Exactly. Hey, last time I was here, you paid me X amount, let's say 300000 for for that one special of mine. I'm talking like mid-range comedy, right. you know, you, you pay me 300000 uh, I got the views. It was viewed 20 million times. So now my new one, I'm going to need a little butter on my right. bread. The flip side of that is then you have the, they're open to the opportunity or they're left open to people trying to take advantage of the streaming service itself. Like when Amy Schumer was like, I should be paid as paid, paid as much as Dave Chappelle. But just because I'm a woman, I don't get paid as much. Well, you're right. not Dave Chappelle. That's the whole point. Right. You don't have nearly the same following or as many years of service inside this industry. Mm-hmm. So, no, you don't get Dave Chappelle's money. But she did get a big chunk because she did fight and she used that card. It's like. Yeah, but she's a joke. She's a joke. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I've seen all the videos. <laughs> yep. I didn't want to believe in myself. I was a fan nope. of her before. Carlos Mencia, her. So, okay. Anyway, we're, Car- that's Carlos Mencia. That's not the, what this podcast is about. <laughs> so yep. No. 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 We're not, we're not taking uh, sides. What, what, how did we get here? Yeah. Netflix and streaming and movies and stuff like that. So, so uh, what I did here was so remember during the pandemic, Tom Cruise you know, was was lit up for a little bit because he was so, like, hard on people on the set of Mission Impossible? No, I didn't. Wait, wait, uh, Tom, Cruise yeah, Tom Cruise was? Okay. Because somebody didn't have a mask on, and he yelled at them, and somebody recorded it, and he was like, you, you don't understand what oh, goes yeah, into insurance this during the and stuff pandemic. like that. Yep. Like, all these people... He's I like, want we're trying to keep work. this right. in- industry afloat. Right. And yeah. it, it split, people got split down the aisles, you know, you know, it was a split and people were like, oh, how dare he? It's just entitlement. And then the other side was like, wait, 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 this is a business thing. This is like the amount of stress that this guy takes on. And he, you know, he wants to make sure these people are working. He did all that he could to get these people to work during the pandemic. So quiet. Well, I heard that the reason it took so long to get Mission Impossible, the first one into the theaters was not because they were still working on it. Because Paramount, you know, Paramount was the one that 
basically has the rights to Mission Impossible. So that's why all the other Mission Impossibles are on their service right mm-hmm. now. They were like, no, come on, give us give us the film. Give us the film. We want to we want to have it on our streaming. He's like, oh, it's just not ready. Yet. It's not ready yet. Until he was confident that theaters were wide open enough that people would actually go to the theaters. And he's like, oh, it's finished. And that's why I went to the theaters <laughs> instead of streaming first. Like what, what it was supposed to do. That's great. But no one else could do That's that. That's great. Oh, yeah, just, I, I need a little, little bit a little bit of time. A little bit of time. Things open up. He's like, and yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> how convenient. It just opened up. <laughs> we just finished. So that's that's the power of Tom Cruise. You watch anything recently? Yes. We haven't talked what in a while, got? so we have watched some stuff. No. I, I have a bunch, but I like, you know, I'm also trying to respect time. So we I can, was like, what am I gonna right, talk can, about? So how about like, we'll list them? And then we'll decide to talk about a couple. Okay. All right. I, I can't list all the ones I did, but here are the ones that I watched that I remember. Um, Before I Wake. Eh, not great. River Wild, mm. the the Netflix. Oh, wow. The Netflix release. Wait. Oh, wait. It's different than. Yes. It's okay. kind of like a, a different adaptation of that. So, okay. um, Hidden Strike. We'll get we'll get into that. <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. I'll get into that one. Okay. Pope's Exorcist. I saw I saw that, but I I didn't watch it. Is it good? Yes. It is In short. Good. Yes, Russell Crowe does a good job. Okay. On that one. And then the Flash. So. Oh, you saw the Flash, dude. You didn't listen to my episode. I I I spent an hour. I usually don't spend an hour on my episode. <gasps> You did a green egg. Oh, yeah, that? yeah. The other day, oh, I blasted yeah. <laughs> it. I blasted it out of the water. I mean, that thing was a piece of garbage. I got to hear Yeah, that. it was. If you have an hour, yo, on your way down, you and Rachel listen to it. it it's, I was so angry at that movie. Mary and I were just, mm-hmm. okay. Anyway, that's what I saw. Why don't you list what you saw, and then we'll decide what we talk about. Oh, man. Uh, so, uh, what did we watch? Oh, dead air. I hate dead air. And I, I hate that I don't take I know, right? anything real piece of work. Because I don't remember all the other movies that I saw. I know I saw a few. Tried to watch. Um, all right. So so one thing I'll say is I, I think I found one of my favorite superhero movies. And I've seen it before, but I rewatched it. You don't really it. like superhero movies. I, no, I don't. But this one, I was very pleased with. If you say The Flash, we're done. <laughs> the flash. All right, everybody. This was the last episode of For Reels. You'll catch us nowhere. <laughs> Never coming back. Dips not, might not make it. Um uh The Punisher. <clears throat> of course. Of course it's not a recent one. Why you, it's not a recent one. No, but like like uh, yeah, we on, have people like, shaking their heads right now. Yeah. <laughs> It, it wasn't made in the 90s, though, was it? No, it was 2004. Okay, oh, yeah. I'm a little closer right. than usual. Yeah, 20 years. I was a year out of high school. I mean, at least... <laughs> here's the other one I saw, and I forgot. Guardians of the Galaxy 3. That was a good movie. <laughs> that was really good. I heard good. that was good. And and you know, I've seen zero Guardian movies. Oh, I've only it. known Guardians of the, uh, from, from, from Avengers. But, I've, I, but the thing is, I've heard nothing but good things the about The soundtrack is amazing. Yeah, it just you got to watch those. I got to give it a shot. Yeah, just watch those. I, gotta give it, I wonder if I wonder if she's into that. They're fun movies. She'll, she'd be she'd be into that because they're fun. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. The Punisher. Uh, 
The Punisher. Thomas Jane. And oh, Thomas Jane, John Travolta, um, and uh, what's his name? What was that kid's name? Hold on. Uh, ben Foster. I like Ben Foster. Dude, I like Ben Foster so much. He was great in 30 Days, 30 Nights. Yeah. He's a good actor. Um, I'm sorry, 30 Days of Night. <laughs> I was thinking of the dating both, movie. Both um, uh, I think it's terrific. It's it's the right amount of comic booky fun uh, action, but a severe darkness. Who was the main? Some of who the played scenes. the main bad guy? Was that Travolta? John Travolta, yeah. yeah. John Travolta played the bad guy, and his right hand man was. What was it? Where is this fool? I've seen him in a ton of things. I don't even have him towards the top. Not Bobby Saint. Barry Pepper. Barry Pepper? No, I just That's his name. I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's not a guy's name. Anyway. No, but it's it's so good. Like uh the, the a lot of the the practical action and effects, um the the scene where you know the you know Punisher accidentally through a sting kills a mob boss's son yeah. and so they're like yeah you know at the funeral somebody comes up and he's like yeah take take him out and then the the wife the mother of the son finally like takes off her veil and she's like his whole family and so there's a family reunion yeah. and no dude rachel was shocked when she was watching because it it's like it, it's not graphic but like it's implying like old people like adults children everybody just wiped off the map like on that and then it goes into his story it's and and it's got good comic book villains like they got this johnny cash looking guy that plays him a song in a diner and then tries to kill him uh they have diesel kevin nash from the from wcw (laughs) playing he plays the russian which is this bruiser that just walks him through walls you know too much about this movie (laughs) ah dude i i I, I loved it. I watched it twice. <laughs> <laughs> You're sick. You need help. You could have filled that with one of the other movies that we should have seen. <laughs> <laughs> i I get home late. Now here's all right. My defense, like I said, I've been getting home late and this is one of those things where it's like, I've seen it before I can afford to sure. fall asleep, you Still. know, Still, pick, pick a different movie. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sleep twice. And I bet you started from the beginning of the second time too. Well, because the first time I fall asleep, Rachel wasn't there. So, you know, I had to have her. <laughs> Rachel. Poor Rachel. I'm sure she was. I'm sure she was side eyeing me while I'm like dozing off. And as soon as she hears. She just, she's like, and my. Kill <laughs> <laughs> more girls for me. <laughs> oh, geez. I, you know. All right. Tom Jane. I'm not so impressed with Tom Jane. That's like the only movie that mm-hmm. he's actually good in. Really? I, I like. What about Dark Knight? Like he was good. That was, as, wasn't uh, Aaron Eckhart? You get those two mixed up. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Are you serious? Am I that face blind? It's not face blind. They look very similar. They look exactly alike. <laughs> That's Aaron Eckhart. No, it's not. I'm pretty sure it's Aaron Eckhart. Dark in, um, Knight. Dark Knight. That's not Tom Jane. I don't believe you. Okay, like, I have fine. to look it up. This podcast is going nowhere until. <laughs> You're like, oh my God. Yeah, I know Dark Knight. <laughs> Two faces, definitely Aaron Eckhart. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Bing. But I'm going like tab to tab, yeah, yeah. like camera one, camera two. Dude, they they are very similar. Do they know? Do they know? <laughs> I don't think they even know each other. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, no. Tom Jane is not a great actor. <laughs> Thomas Jane. I'm sorry. Okay. Tomas. I mean, Tomas. Because I saw one of the movies I saw was Before I Wake, and he was in there, and it just didn't work well. Wow. It wasn't a good movie. I was impressed with that. But oh my gosh! I, so we didn't talk about it on the episode because I was like, I think I talked to Dibs about Transformers. I think we talked in private, like probably when we were last together. You mean last time yeah. we saw each okay. other? You're mentioning it. And I I I didn't see it, but I I mentioned when I was a uh, when I was younger. I wasn't into Transformers as much as I was into Beast Wars, which was an offshoot yes. of Transformers. Right, and that's what this is. So Rise yeah. of the Beast. Or- yeah, Rise of the Beast. Um, I was pleasantly surprised at this movie. I actually liked it. At first, I didn't, and you know, within the first like twenty minutes, and then I got really into it. And then by the end, I was like, I was hooked and ready for the next one to come. And then it made us, my wife and I, had her sit down and watch, and she actually really liked it. And then we went back and saw Bumblebee, which is actually the prequel to this. And then they're gonna do two more after. And mm. spoiler alert, the really cool part is they're bringing in G.I. Joe. That was like that was like the end credits scene thing. And so it's going to be a crossover between G.I. Joe and Transformers, which is like the All epic right, I'm excited Hasbro. Like, wow. It's going to be crazy. So They're going to sell so many toys. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. And so if any of you have, like, I have the original Optimus Prime still in the box, never opened. What? Yeah, yeah. My wife got it for me one, one year uh, from eBay. So mm. maybe one day that'll be. And the cool thing is in Rise of the Beast, it's the actual, like it wasn't a new version of Optimus Prime. It was the original version, the flat face truck. Right. Good stuff, man. It was good. Oh. It was really good. And they brought the humans in, in a really cool way. Like it was, it's worth the watch. I got to ask something a little deep on. Uh, so they had the, the uh, animal transformers, yeah. the beasts. Yeah. Did they ever bring up, and I know this is a stickler thing that sure. I like always saw when I was a kid. Did they bring up that they stay in the beast form the majority of the time because that beast form shell has like it shields them from the radiation of the sun? They didn't say that, like, but what they did do is they keep them in the the beast form most of the time. Okay. And I think All right. I think they came out of that like one time, like towards the end. Because because that was that was a huge part of beast wars was when they would get in conflicts you know they would they would uh transform into their regular robot selves with their weapons and they would be fighting but then eventually they would have they would start glitching out because their internal components were exposed too much to the sun yeah, they didn't and so they would have to go back to animal they form. didn't mention it but they probably could because they they stay I'm, like that the i'm time. glad that they didn't but they stayed mostly you know the majority of the time as uh the yeah animals. they don't really transform um maybe okay. once and not all of them do so that was mm. it was it was good and you had like the the gorilla um mm-hmm. the rhinoceros the the tiger or the leopard or whatever you had the eagle uh-huh. it, was, it was good man i was actually like i said pleasantly surprised and i i would recommend it because it was just fun oh, i have to see yeah. this. it was so this much better than the other michael chills. bay ones and this this actually michael bay was part of this so was steven spielberg i didn't think it was gonna what? be good i honestly thought it was gonna be like another uh mark Wahlberg kind of version of it which it wasn't mark, yeah. mark Wahlberg's fault it's just michael bay got too big yeah but um this was actually good it was mellow in comparison. i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna have to see this one yeah. 
It was good. Because I was more into Beast Wars than Transformers. I remember as a kid when my friends had like Transformers, you know, I was like, all right, so tell me the plot of this. And they're like, yeah, like they, they're cars, but then they turn into robots. I was like, why don't they just stay robots? <laughs> like it just seems a lot more comfortable and and easier to maneuver as a giant robot. Yeah, sad child. The car. Transformers <laughs> were fun. No, I, I did not. You watch your blasphemous <laughs> mouth. My childhood rules. Too, too, so do my toys. Too, too much. Too much horror movies. Wasn't good enough for you. No, and, and so right now, like we're doing a podcast in 2023. I'm talking about the the 90s, you know, like movies. And when I was a kid, I was like, I want to play with my, you know, my Godzilla doll because <laughs> that's new, right? I, I love that you call it Godzilla doll, <laughs> not action figure. Because well, it was impossible. There was no internet when I when we were kids. You couldn't just go online and be like, oh, I want to, you know, find this Godzilla. You had to find it. You had to go yeah, to Toys you know, Toy Fairs or like Toys R Us or KB. Yeah. The only Godzilla toy that I was able to find was at a toy fair. And they had painted <laughs> they had painted the mouth red. Yeah, yeah. Like almost like I think what they were going for, like, like he has, you know, like he bit something and there's blood on okay. his mouth, but there was no drips. It just looked like Godzilla, you know, <laughs> like, it was just like Godzilla with lipstick on. <laughs> it, was, it was very progressive. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I brought it to my friend's house. I had a King Kong toy. He's like, what the heck is that? <laughs> I was like, dude, wait till I bite you. You'll figure it out. Oh, geez. That's great. So, yeah. I uh, I watched another movie um, because, and we'll get into Hidden Strike, but after Rachel and I saw Hidden Strike, I had to explain to her that Jackie Chan is good. He's, he's a fun actor. She never saw Jackie so, Chan movies? Well, was, like she's you've seen Rush Hour, things like that. But I was talking, I, I started giving her the history of like, you know, he had this like private team that he used to yes. work with with stunts and exclusively and everything was practical and and dangerous and i was like one of the best parts of jackie chan movies is the blooper yes. reel because you see like the mistakes that happen and, and the risks that these people took yeah. doing these stunts 100%. i wanted to show her my favorite jackie chan film of all time which is which was who am i okay that's a good one that's my favorite yeah. it's so good it's up there with like what's it called cop story cop, cop story is really good. good one two and three um drunken um, master I, I really like drunken master that's what we ended nice. up watching okay it was the first drunken that's master. A good that's a good start <laughs> it's a great yeah. one and and like it was really great to see her looking at like the fight scenes especially after we talked i'm like there's no wires right. you know like they are trying to you know choreograph this as close to the chest as possible um, it was like magnificent, dude. I haven't seen it in years. I was so glad I was able to find it's it. It's so good. And they have a second one. Yeah. Rumble in the Bronx is good. Mr. Nice Guy. Yep. So many good ones that were like crossovers into like Australia and America that were mm -hmm. actually really good. And just fun. Just fun movies. Forget storyline. They were just fun movies. Operation Condor. The Operation Condor. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of cheesy ones, but it just, it was really good. He's, he's fun. He's fun to watch. Dude. Uh, and then even as he's getting older, uh, uh, Shanghai Noon, Shanghai Noon, Shanghai Nights, Nights, Both. they're great. Yeah. Both of they're them, fun. they're fantastic. And one of the key things that I, all right, we should probably just we should dive in because I'm going to talk a bit about Jackie Chan. Okay, all right. I guess before we do that, I'm going to say go check out Hope's Exorcist. You should watch it. That was that was the one with um Russell uh, Australia. 
Russell Crowe. You're going to like Russell it. Russell Crowe gets a, a, a rough rap for like some of his personal stuff. He's just a rough guy. I, I, I love him as an actor. He's great actor. I think he's fantastic. He does really good in this. He he plays a, like an Italian pope really well. This is actually like mm-hmm. a, <clears throat> it's based on a true story. And he's um based on a real character. And it was of the same name. Oh, wow. Yeah. And this guy was an exorcist for, for several years with the Catholic Church. And whether or not, I mean, I don't exorcism, whatever. But this is, it was just a fun movie. Like it was. Where'd you find it? That's on Netflix. Nice. Is it? The Pope's Exorcist? So. That or Max. I don't know, I'll, I'll let you know. But anyway, mm. let's get into the real reason why we're here today. Hidden Strike. Oh, it all started when I got a text from Sam that said, hey, oh, what did you say? Like, watch Hidden Strike, worst Netflix movie ever. <laughs> I think worst movie I've ever seen. Worst. Which, well, side note. Netflix. I think you were giving it a soft edge. I would rather watch this again than The Flash. That's how much I hated The Flash. But this movie oh is garbage. All right, well. Uh, you know what? Well. If you pull this, like, John Cena <laughs> crap with me, I'm just going to I'm gonna tear you apart. Well, you, all right, so so here's the I love Jack. Right, I, you mentioned- I love Jackie Chan movies. I think Jackie Chan's great. This was not a good representation of what he can do. It's, 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 I got to let you know. So when you, when you sent me angry, the text. <laughs> You're not going to be angry. No, no, no. I don't think you're going to be angry. I think you're going to, I think you're going to appreciate it, but I'm not going to change your mind. I don't think I have a well enough argument to change your mind, Okay. but for a couple of days, you know, Rachel knows like sometimes like, oh, we're going to sit down and watch a movie. I could throw down the Trump card and be like, I got to watch this for the podcast. And it's like, what good uh, dude, uh, uh, Christmas, uh, karate Christmas, like, like I was, I like, would hey, rather watch in. that again. <laughs> strap in. You got to watch this. So oh, I told her, I was like, yo, I got to watch this movie hidden strike. I, I, I almost cursed. I, I messed up because, uh, I, I said to her, I was like, we got to watch hidden strike. Sam says it's the worst movie on Netflix. She's like, I just got off of work. I'm not, I'm not doing <laughs> I can't that. deal with this. <laughs> So a couple of days later, I was like, listen, like, I got it. I, I was like, we got to talk about it coming up. So we started watching it and I really went into it because I saw Jackie Chan and John Cena. And I I love them both, dude. I love I know you them. like John Cena. I love John Cena. What's that to like? He's just a misshapen, <laughs> misshapen beast of a man. <laughs> oh, dude. Listen, if I turn into that shape, you'd be like, whoa, where'd you get that shape? <laughs> yeah, because I know you in person. This guy is Wreck-It Ralph in real life. <laughs> is that what he did to the movie i'm gonna wreck it <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna ralph well so like i was like i'm going into this and i'm i'm gonna put on my my filter glasses on and i'm gonna find the good in this because i i, I respect sam's opinion i know he's probably right and i'm probably gonna agree with him but i got i gotta look past the instant assault of the mind and find good things i found some good things okay, in there cool i mean all right so storyline for the movie is you all right so you got not post-apocalyptic all right this is a problem i had with the movie it wasn't post-apocalyptic and it wasn't but it was like it it presented itself like it's the future gas is scarce and you know pirates take over it was almost like borderlands Um, the movie oh yeah but but Everybody that you see in the movie seems to be living pretty comfortable. Like it doesn't look like a Mad Max universe, no, you know? No. 
and and it's like they're taking over refineries. I was like, oh, there's still refineries. You guys are fine. Yeah, yeah. You still have power for those refineries. You're good. And not only not only that, that kind of happens today. Yeah. In those countries, right. like people like terrorists all the time pop into oil lines and and kind of mess things up and steal right. oil and water. Kind of already. Yeah. This kind of operation. So, all right, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So, I haven't done anything yet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just watching you go crazy. So, the the small and skinny is there's, you know, oil is sought after. Um, People are, you know, there's almost like uh, pirates that come and attack refineries. Uh, It was was uh, Waterworld on land. On land. Oh my God. But the thing was, there was oil. Right. <laughs> oh my God. You're right. It was Waterworld on land. By the way, I'd rather watch Waterworld. <laughs> so, all right. Like, you start watching the movie. How are you feeling in the beginning? Uh, why am I watching this movie? <laughs> <laughs> How deep in? So I started it once and I was like, I'm not doing this. And then I started again because I'm like, this will make good material for the podcast because we could just trash on it. <laughs> Thinking that I would be, I would also have a friend that would be willing to <laughs> you, do that. You have a friend. You have a friend. <laughs> Trust me, Rachel tapped out after an hour. I had to finish the rest by myself. I saw, so the reason I got into it is because when you just, like you go and hover over it on Netflix, like if you just, if you're selecting movies and stuff like that, and you hover over it, it'll play it, like play part of yeah, it. Yeah, it'll play like kind of a clip yeah. from it. So yeah. it played the part where John Cena was like talking and giving them names and stuff like that. And I yes. thought that would be better than it was. And it wasn't. Like I in the clip, I'm like, oh, this this could be funny. And yes. I started, I was like, it's not that great. It's not that great. He didn't finish giving them names. He spent the whole time coming back to that. But it wasn't that great. Well, he did. He he ended up giving uh, the the tattooed face guy a name at, at, towards the end. Yeah, yeah, I know. But he was just flexing how he can speak Chinese to do. It. <laughs> I I don't I don't All get right. his character, really. It's it's a, it's a weird. So it's very John Cena, where it's like he's humorous and he's a he's a a brute, you yeah. know. And he's and he's charming at times. Like I don't think he really did poorly in it. I think he's better, like in Peacemaker, where he's like ignorant, like an ignorant character that's and crude, yeah. like where he he could just say whatever right. he wants, and he does, is not because he doesn't like realize or what he's saying is probably you yeah. probably shouldn't say that. That that's yeah. more fun. Like I don't I don't think he has that big of a range, mm-hmm. and that's it. I, I don't think he's he's got much. But he's fine for those roles. Okay. You know, like those yeah. those action roles. Like he's fine for that. They didn't put him in the notebook, you know. I'm not saying that. Well, <laughs> I don't think he can really hold the movie that well. Um, hang tight. Uh can you mark the time? Yeah. sorry that's all right so uh he's okay but he's okay 
uh, Jackie Chan didn't do bad either. And he didn't. we got to respect his age. You know what I look, mean? I, he can still move for as, as old as he is, but it, you can see the difference between Jackie Chan now and Jackie Chan 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And that's just, that is age. So putting him into these situations isn't exactly fair. He's not moving the way he used to move, you know, and the fight scenes are not as elaborate as we're used to with Jackie Chan, you know, forget speed. Just no. the fun aspect of the fights. Right. We were missing that. And maybe that's why I was like taken away from Jackie Chan's role in this. I'm like, this isn't working so much. I was I was thinking the same thing because I'm like, why is he doing this? Like, and I, I don't mean why is he doing this? I wasn't thinking that he's like like a old fogey trying to, you know, uh, recapture youth and no. everything like that or no. like like money. And he, and he doesn't need money. No. Um but so like looking at the fight scenes, one of the things I do like that he made sure that they incorporated was the use of environment. And they didn't do it as often as he normally does, which I love. Like that's one of the things about Jackie Chan fights. It's this person versus either this person or these people. And the third combatant is the environment. Right. Whatever you can pick is up. fair yeah. game. Whenever, like whether it's a window, like anything, like anything is fair game. Um, and he 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 was so masterful at it his entire career, and he does it a couple of times in this. And I think he I'm glad that he made sure he did it did it because of his you know like his I don't want to knock the guy down, but his age like he can't be doing backflips and you know jump kicks and everything no. like he was doing. No, no. Let's pause for a second. Did you see Forbidden Kingdom? Forbidden Kingdom. It was with not. him and Jackie or him and Jet Li. We're in like no, this fantasy movie, which is kind of like geared towards kids. But uh-huh. a little bit older, you should see that. I think Rachel would like that too, because that was fun. How long did how long ago did that, that was come out? probably early two thousands, mid two thousands. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so that might have been one of the last ones where he could actually move that way, and mm-hmm. that was a good representation of what we're talking about. A classic yeah. Jackie Chan. That was that was yeah. fun. Anyway, go ahead. Um. So I think with what he did, it was fine. My favorite fight scene. Or, or battle scene was probably about 45 minutes in when they're in that small Middle Eastern town. Um, I thought the banter between uh, John Cena and him was funny where they're going back between doing hand signals and telling each other what to yeah. do. Um, he's talking about his daughter. Right. The, the, the fight scene between John Cena and Jackie Chan, I, I was really disappointed with. I like because you're thinking agile technician versus, you know, giant brute would make such a great, you know, like, uh, you know, like dichotomy when it comes to them then going against each other. Um, But I think a lot of what I don't like has to do with who produced it. I, you know, I didn't even get that far into it. Who produced it? Not I couldn't tell you. Oh. Uh, because I can't pronounce the names. It's it's all Chinese production companies. Oh yeah, uh, okay, that's uh, right, right, right. Chinese distribution, yeah, yeah, everything yeah. like that. Um, that and that's and all so, this was. This was like this just was Chinese propaganda thrown into. Netflix. Yeah, this was for China. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. They kept on throwing in like, like even in the most serious situations, like like John Cena speaking Chinese, and like they'll be like, oh wow. You could speak Chinese, not like, oh, you've been understanding me the whole time. They're like, oh, wow, you're great. You can speak Chinese. This was this was and I I know exactly what this was. I bet John Cena never would have done this movie except for the fact that he ticked off China at one point 
because he recognized Taiwan oh, yeah. as a Taiwan, yeah. yeah. And he had to go and but apologize in Mandarin to the the whole Chinese nation. I saw yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's this is what that is. That's penance because all the other movies that he's done are funded by China. Which is just how New Hollywood is now, that and that's just the name of the game. But this is like, no, you got to do one of our movies. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. I'd like to say that I'm, I'd be above that, but if I was getting John Cena money, man, oof. Yeah, okay. You could get me goosed up. <laughs> I mean, and both of us would be hypocrites, and then that, in that point, and oh, but yeah. we both take that paycheck, absolutely. Oh, dude, I would learn Chinese so fast. <laughs> <laughs> Totally. Oh my god. I get that. I'd be mean, Thai what? <laughs> oh, you're saying that part. Um, no, I was talking about just doing one of their movies. I wasn't gonna disacknowledge disavow a whole nation of people. Oh no, dude. I'm I'm not selling my 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 green shirt. <laughs> um but I think you'll agree with this. The th- the thing through the entire movie that that kept pulling me out of the film. The CGI, the unnecessary CGI that was in this movie in 2023 for a Chinese movie with giant stars like John Cena and Jackie Chan. Listen to my episode about The Flash. You'll be angry with that one. Promise you. You already know how much money is coming into this. And probably with The Flash, too. You've got a major Marvel DC film. 300 million. Wait, this movie? No, 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 no. The Flash. The Flash. 300 million. Okay. And my biggest thing was the CGI in the Flash movie was worse than TV shows. And case in point, because we just saw it yesterday, my kids are watching Family Matters back from the 90s. That Mm. had better CGI in one episode with Urkel next to Urkel than the entire movie of The Flash. And I guarantee they weren't doing millions of dollars per episode back then on Family Matters. So anyway. So so this actually makes more sense. So the budget for Hidden Strike was only $80 million. Yeah, so John Cena didn't get that big of a payday. And Jackie Chan, too. They're both expensive. Jackie the Chan probably wide- ticked somebody off, too. <laughs> the worldwide gross was only two point we'll call it i'll round up 2.2 million bucks wow yeah and so it kind of makes sense that you know they had to pay these major actors for this this is a right slap together story and and then they're like are oh, we got to fill everything in but it was it was the cgi was overtly unnecessary you know it like wasn't. Yeah. you couldn't you couldn't start a fire and have a pile of smoke coming from right. here you had to cgi all these smoke plumes like shoddily it reminded me of like you know like an they say like uh the hardest thing about art whether you're making music or anything is knowing when to stop right you know like when to stop adding that's the way i felt about the editing in in the movie with the cgi was like they just didn't know where to it stop everything even the rooms they were in they were in enclosed spaces like the the uh, command room for the oil rig. Yeah. Yep, this, it was a CGI room, yeah. and I'm like, you couldn't you couldn't get a set, you know, and and make it and make it feel tactile and and like we're there, like you and and the way you bring us into the room is like, get ready. Yeah, I have a new computer. Yeah, and and the thing <laughs> is, like the CGI wasn't even good enough to represent a room. Exactly, it, would be, it wasn't you can, impressive. You could have a high CGI. school production put a better display on than what they put into that room yeah 
it, it looked cut and paste on a lot of the uh, explosions yep. and uh, like I said, the smoke, um, the environment. I didn't mind the the plot too bad. Uh, ish, ish. I mean, it's I, been done before. It has been done before. I think that it doesn't make sense, though. You know, no. It's like, if you're doing something that's already been done, at least try to make it better. You know, yeah. and it wasn't like there's definitely better films out there for less money. You know, Dead what air. angered you the most about the movie? I'll tell you mine after. <laughs> um, the whole bus scene was a little obnoxious. Which one? The be- in the yeah. beginning. Yeah, that was really obnoxious. Like the how they're just able to see everything through that 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 storm, you know, John Cena's team, which was caused by a jet engine pumping yeah, into the sand. for miles. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, we have a secret. We pump a jet engine into the yeah. Sand. We have supersonic <laughs> tech that's gonna wipe out most of the nation. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm like, oh, they got some sort of weather you know, alterating, you know, uh, science stuff where they could be like, oh, we're going to cause a dust storm. It's like, no, we just took a jet engine and we tilted it. So it was hitting the sand. That was, that was egregious, honestly, that they, they like, no, 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 we just have this. I, and even if they did somehow come up with this really cool tech to, to manipulate a sandstorm like that, it never would have been that big. So I would have been more like there was a natural event and they took advantage of it. I would have been happier with that. Mm-hmm. No, that, right. that was ridiculous. So that was your most egregious? No, I'm actually surprised that yours isn't mine, but it has to do with a jet engine, and you already know what I'm talking about. You know what? I forgot that movie very quickly <laughs> after watching it. So the I've never seen somebody write themselves into a corner so badly. So they escape. Wait, was uh, it the cliff with, scene? Even leading like the starting from all right because that was the guy bad too is, like john cena the just bad made guy it. Is, <clears throat> the bad guy escapes the mm. you know the place with a couple of trucks of oil right yeah. the three trucks of oil yeah. which mind you are extremely valuable not even to these just these terrorists but to people themselves right that's not a getaway vehicle either no <laughs> those are heavy vehicles so he's they they are so they steal three tankers. They shut off the thing because they originally were going to fill up an oil tanker. That was the original plan. Right. They were able to fill up three uh, uh, semis carrying oil rigs, you know, like oil tanks, and and the guy escorts them on a dune buggy. And I know what you're talking about now. And so they're they're getting away, mm-hmm. and John Cena's like, "You're going to have to go faster." It's John Cena, Jackie Chan, and Jackie Chan's the T-boning. Dog. Yo, he says, like, John Cena's like, hey, remember, hit, hit the back of the truck, not the middle. <laughs> like, you have any control over that. That's <laughs> And and so they 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 T-bone the middle one, which still flips the truck. You're, you're hitting a truck with a truck, which causes a three-truck explosion, destroying all the oil yeah. on all three but trucks. But no one else dies. <laughs> but nobody else, well, I'm, I'm sure the drivers didn't have No, 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 day, I'm talking about John but, Cena's truck hitting it. Oh, yeah. I should have died. Not a scratch. So I was like, all right, well, you didn't get the oil back. (laughs) Now this has become like just a revenge thing, you know, between John Cena and this guy and where Jackie Chan's character at any time should be like, let him go. Like all of his people are dead. He's got like eight missing teeth. 
Like, you know, like we got to get back. Yeah. We had hostages back there. We got to make sure everybody's no. It becomes a revenge thing for all three of of the the heroines. Yeah, because like they didn't have anything that was going to stop the pipeline. Like there was no like no. remote control that he had to get like in Mission Possible where they had to go find Henry Cavill with that that magical mm-hmm. switch to not detonate the bombs. There was nothing. Yeah. He had no, nothing. You know, the, the 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 doctor says something about like the dongle's broken, so I can't restart the refinery. Right. It's like. Okay, like we'll make a new dong. You know, we have engineers. Like, like this isn't caveman operating a highly sophisticated thing. We could fix this. You know, they didn't kill all the hostages. <laughs> well, these computers don't. We work. just won't have oil for a little bit. At least we have those three trucks. Oh wait, oh wait, we lost um, those. <laughs> wait, John, John um, Cena single handedly took those out. Oh, but it gets worse. Like it gets, like I, again, like I'm saying the whole time I'm shoveling like positive energy coal into my engine as I'm watching this being like, there's gotta be something good about this. Cause <laughs> I, I, I'm far. usually, I'm usually the one that comes and says trash and bashes something into the dirt. I didn't want to do that this time. You know what? I so shouldn't have, get, I shouldn't have said that the worst movie ever to you. I should have said, Hey man, you should have been like, yo, did you realize John Cena? I should have, I should have played it movie? off as like, I was so happy <laughs> with this movie. It was so good. You got to see this. Oh dude. You would have you would have oh, been man. singing a different tune. And your family, I, I would have I would have shown up at the next dinner and like, yeah, it was it was it was, it was you know what? It was good. <laughs> just picking food out of my teeth. Yo, how about the 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 jet engine scene? Mm-hmm. Like picking food. Out of my teeth. <laughs> but that's so it gets worse it when after after that the doom buggy guy now has no gas, no oil. He's no just henchman. Away. He's, he's out of henchman. No henchman. He's by himself, but he's going really fast. And their truck is stuck in the sand. And it's a super big so, truck. So it's a gigantic truck. And so what's on the back of the truck? Oh, right. I That's what I thought. I thought that for you. I thought by at least if you didn't hate it the most, you would have told me you never made it. Like that who far. has a truck like that? Why is there a jet That's engine I mean. on a truck like at an oil refinery? Like, there's no reason for it. Why do the henchmen have a random jet engine that they're like, yeah, we use this for sandstorms. What? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, instead of nitrous, we use a whole entire jet engine. Dude, it was very, very fast, furious 18, you know? It was. It was uh, a low budget fast and the furious. So, well, of course, if you got it, if your truck is stuck in the sand and, and, and you got to get out, what do you do? You drop down the support beams from the truck and a person manually starts, which I don't even think you could do with your, with your hand. Like, I don't think there's a start button on a bare engine like that. I don't think there's a gas tank in the engine. No, right. Where are they getting the gas? Where is the jet fuel for that? And I don't think if you're standing next to a jet engine that if you were standing was four times as tall as you are that you should stand in front of it because the way jet engines work is sucking in (laughs) everything in front of it in order to propel it forward and while jackie chan is steering the wheel he uh, john cena is sitting down in front of the jet engine (laughs) like if anything it should have been like yo jackie uh, you know, one last run, go get a man, turns on the jet engine, knowing he's going to get sucked in and spit out the other yeah. side. And then it's just Jackie Chan going after this guy. I would have been like, all right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll give you that. But he's just sitting 
Like, like, like you're, you're, you're riding a cargo train, you know, like you, you hitched And there's no control on that. I saw Mythbusters when they did those, those tests with those, oh, really? with those jet engine <laughs> things that like ran into things, like ran into walls and uh-huh. stuff and just obliterated everything so much so that they had to be in a bunker a mile away, you know? Yeah. No, it's, this is no. not, no, you, your arms would break when trying to hold onto that steering wheel. Everyone, everyone would die in that, in that vehicle, that vehicle would blow up. And that's what kills it for me is because that's the only thing. Though. Even, well, no, I mean, listen, that is echo. That's the last echo from a beginning echo. Okay. Like it's kind of the it reason was a, it was a full circle with that. It's so. kind of the reason why one of the first Jackie Chan movies I was very critical of was the tuxedo. Sure. Was because I was so used to Jackie Chan always doing every no wires no like if he couldn't do it without he wasn't doing but that's it, you know? that's hollywood getting involved with that before that it was mainly like him. hollywood yeah. like <laughs> like like I, I and that's the thing in the movie that killed it for me was one i used to i used to say like jet jet lee is no jackie chan because of that sure like jackie chan always always practical always doing his own stuff no wires no no hidden effects or anything like that and so that took me out of it and you know even though i love john cena he was good incrementally like in those conversational moments those moments that i like about john cena i don't like john cena because he's a good actor i like john cena because i like john cena being injected into movies yeah yeah It's not possible. It's not the it's, same it's not, <laughs> You don't. That's not an adjective I would use. But no, I hope he hears this one. That's day. fine. Come on, John. You got to admit. Are you looking sad? back? That's fine. I did, oh, you didn't like the nickname? Seem well. I got a nickname for you. Yeah, that's, again, that's fine. <laughs> Is he gonna do punch me? I hope not. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> He's not Terry Crews. Terry Crews is a monster of a man, but he always made sure that he was able to be as athletic as like a, you know, a runner. So he's, he can move being as big as he is. John Cena isn't as odd job. Bro, as I seen John Cena win the Royal. I said, Royal Wumble. <laughs> I just get my own point. All right, let's move on. I don't want to lose anymore. Yeah, no, no, no. WWE. That's, that's legit. <laughs> he, he, bring, he bring that won up. A Royal Ev- that's, is that your evidence? <laughs> evidence exhibit A. He can move, dude. He can move. He, he moves so much that he, that's why he says you can't see me. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> I'm so that's my bad. He was faster than Jackie Chan. That's prime. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Uh, this was just this was a couple of actors big names that angered some studio or angered some owner of a studio and was doing penance for what they had whatever sin they committed oh my god you're right that's all this was oh you're right because there's no reason for this movie to exist honestly no i know it's 80 million versus 2 million gross worldwide and that's in china there's no way it wasn't released in china no, of course. No, this was for the China. And they have a couple billion people. So they were like, mm. no, 1% of us. That's that's how many people are going to see this movie. That's that's insane. There's no way. They didn't I but, bet it wasn't released in China. They're like, ah, this isn't that great. It couldn't it couldn't have been a silver screen. Not for 2 million. I, I want to know how much because those guys. Because people got in paid. China love them both. They would have gone to theaters. Yeah, but Unless they angered somebody and like, we're not even going to show you this. This is going to be a laughing. You're gonna, you two are going to be laughing stocks after this. 
Who's us two? Jackie Chan and John Cena. Oh, I thought you were talking about me and Rachel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For watching. Yeah, yeah. You guys are suckers. You listen to me. No, because I, I, I told you straight out, this is a terrible movie. It's just I didn't think that you were going to... Harry I, tried, I, tried, I gave it i gave it a, i gave it a chance like and and i really there were certain things i was like okay that was a little enjoyable okay that you know when he's when he you know little tiny stunt things like they're fighting on the um oh actually it's actually my least favorite fight scene but they're fighting with the um attachment cables kind of like they're um uh, hanging from the ceiling and he takes the cable pulls it back and like rubber band snaps it back in his face yeah you know um uh i like those things but all in all it it's it's a house with no foundation um a script with no meaning characters that i could give a crap about you know even the daughter i could care less about the daughter to a point where i didn't even care how much jackie chan's feelings were heard about his relationship with his daughter and then they write themselves into the biggest corner where they're on the edge of a cliff and John Cena has fallen off with the truck. Yep. And they're like, all right, you know, we're here. John Cena has scaled the wall from the side of a truck he fell off a cliff on that was being propelled by a jet engine, has scaled it, come back to them, lifting himself up at his weight by Jackie Chan's ankle. <laughs> and then they're like, I, he's like, I have a plan. And then they're just screaming help on the side <laughs> of a cliff. And that's how the movie uh. ends. Oh man, it was so bad. It. I want you to watch the Flash now. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm not gonna like it. It's on Max. Like I'm, and I'm not even not like the movie. I'm not gonna like that. I'm gonna do it. I did not want to contribute to a single view on that movie, but if I can get through this, I can get through the Flash. Or do you think I'm gonna like? I would rather see Hidden Strike again than watch the Flash again. So, so the Flash is like. Uh, like the pikey, you know, like he looks like an unassuming boxer, but he's a one hit killer. Yeah. So I think I could take <laughs> <laughs> the CGI is so, so terrible for a three hundred yeah, million dollar. But, but I budget. do expect CGI for in a movie where it's about somebody that can move faster than, you know, the speed of light. Sure. You know? I'm not even talking about just that. There's a side You're by talking side about this, like environment and everything side by side. Two berries in the same room, played by the same person. Check that out. It's what? awful how bad this is. And then you have a bunch of scenes where you have multiple worlds colliding with different Superman, Christopher Reeves, and stuff like that. Obviously, you're not going to get Christopher Reeves because, you know, R.I.P. What happened? <laughs> what? What? Spoiler alert. Um, it was it was bad, man. And Batman in there. Uh, it was just, uh, anyway, I did that. Listen to my mm. episode. <laughs> yeah, all of you out there, I won't bore you, but, uh, and just don't, don't see it. But Dipsy, you have to see it, but don't, don't, I'll don't put uh, Rachel through it. That's not nice. No, no, no. I love her too much. She was, she was kind enough to go through the first hour of Hidden Strike. Oh, she gave up? Oh yeah. Good for her. One hour. And then it was like, all right. Yeah. She should have been on this episode then. It's funny too because uh all right, so you know, we were gonna be recording soon um for the last concession with William right. and uh and William's sick, he's still sick. So 
I, I had let you know two days ago. He texted me today. He's like, yeah, it's definitely not happening tonight. He's like, my voice is, you know, super shot. I was like, no worries. I was like, we already planned it out. We're going to be doing, we're talking about hit and strike tonight. And he just texts back. He's like, dot, dot, dot. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So Will's on my side. <laughs> Listen, I'm on your side too. I no, just, you're you know, not, I'm you're a not, total you're mark. not fully there. You're, you're, I'm, you I'm, dipped I'm, a toe I'm, in. You're, you're still on the other side. <laughs> No, I, I would never watch it again, and I wouldn't tell anybody that like they should watch it. I'm almost embarrassed to tell people I have, <laughs> but I'm I'm a mark for Jackie Chan and uh, and John Cena. I'm a total mark. Yeah, I'll check it out. You know. Yeah, Joseph, I, I don't I, recommend I th- you seeing it. I I, I think that uh, I think that John Cena is better suited in comedy movies. I think he's a great comedic actor. I told you to check out. Um, uh vacation friends yeah they're doing a second one yeah yeah it's it's uh they're doing a second one I, i've been trying to get rachel to one yeah watch. vacation friends did not do very well <laughs> it, the first one yeah. or the second the first one. the first dude i'm telling you check it out it's it's very funny it's very good okay I'll watch The Flash and come back to you next week if you watch Vacation Friends and come back. Okay, to uh, I'll get Marion to watch it because it's a romantic comedy kind of thing, right? It is. Which I don't think of, you know, romantic comedy and John Cena together. <laughs> it's. Uh, I I think you're. I'm I'm serious. I think you're really gonna like it. Okay. And I think even though it's not Marion's taste, I think she's gonna enjoy it too. Yeah. But if she does tap out, you got to give me the uh, minute marker. Okay. (laughs) Oh, here we go. Here we go. This is what I wanted to show you. What's that? Okay. Um, I'm going to share a picture. Can I share a picture on this thing? I don't know. You can do screen sharing, right? I could do screen share, I guess. Yeah. All right. Share screen. This guy. Share. Okay. Check that out. What? And that's in several scenes. It's just, it doesn't even look like a good CGI. And that's just them standing still. Uh-huh. So there's other, yeah, that's bad. Oh. It's, and then you get into the things where he's running and stuff like that. And the, the worst part of it was like the director was like, was a, not even apologizing for it was outright defending and saying, no, 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 the flash is running at super speed. So everything around him, he sees like in a water world. I'm like, no, if he's, that might've, that might've been mentioned in the previous decades of comic books. (laughs) He it's, he runs at super speed because he's a superhero and he also has super senses. So he can see just as clearly if if not better than we can because everything's in slow the, motion. The scene, the scene in Justice League when he's trying to run or like flank Thank Superman. Thank like, you. No, he wasn't on Waterworld no. then. You just had. Ooh, I almost cursed yeah, you. Yeah. You almost had really bad CGI <laughs> people. <laughs> anyway, I said it's I wasn't going to say anything. I could put it. <laughs> I'm sure Joseph's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did this already. Because he listened to my episode. <laughs> just, you know, I'm just saying. Your brother, yeah. Joey? Joseph. Omaha? Yeah. Um, yeah, because he listens, unlike other people. <laughs> Your wife listens too. 
Well, I enjoyed the episode about AI and I kind of wanted to talk to you about some stuff with AI. We might get into it uh, another time. Then what we should do is um, uh, get you on with Joseph onto uh, about AI. Eggs. Yeah. I think All that's right. a good idea. I'm in. Yeah. I also have to do one with Joseph and Phil about Disney and stuff. You should, you should be on that one too. <laughs> I think it'd just be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. Dude. Yeah. I miss Phil. The disaster of that. Yeah, yeah. Phil's not excited about it. He, I, I talked him into it. He doesn't like talking so much, but uh, I think he's gonna like it. Uh, are you gonna see? Uh, are you gonna see Snow White when it comes out? I don't think Snow White's coming out. I think a movie named Snow White is coming out, but I don't think it has anything to do with the original movie. That's right. Um, so uh, that'll be a, a no for me. I, I'm not really convinced to see movies with the main actress doing. Uh, uh, publicity for it, bashing the in, the entire idea right, of the right, movie. Right. So if she doesn't like it, I'm just not gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. I saw like um, there's there's been different representations of Snow White in, in like film and and uh, TV, and uh-huh. they were like, why is it that every time like the the Wicked Witch or whatever she is, the witch is going after Snow White because she's more beautiful, right? But how come in every mm. instance of Snow White, the queen is always more gorgeous than, than Snow White? Oh, yeah. You have Gal Gadot <laughs> playing the witch. And then this girl who's just angry all the time playing Snow White. It's like, that's no comparison right there. Uh, it was in the Charlize Theron was the, the Wicked Witch in one of them. Uh, Ange- uh, Angelina Jolie was, was the, the, the witch in Cinderella. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> So it's like, eh, it doesn't work that way. Anyway, that was funny. <coughs> so, yeah, no, so- I think I'll, I'll take a hard pass on that. I, I mean, maybe I'll do a cringe watch when it's on like full free release, you yeah. know? Sure. And well, I'll come back to it, but I, I'm not going to go to the movie theaters and, and throw 20 bucks that way. No way. There's so many films that were out that we haven't been able to see, which is a shame. Oh, they got all right. This might sound corny, but they got the new equalizer out. I want to see that really badly. It's in theaters. Yep, it's in theaters. Yep. I love me some Denzel. Yeah, dude. And and I don't know if you've seen the other equalizer movies. They're great. They're solid. The first one is is better than the second one, I will say, but still. Yeah. It's I I have I have not I have yet to find a, a Denzel Washington movie I don't like. So there is a Denzel Washington movie that really well then okay, so we gotta go. And uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> which, what? No, no, oh, yeah. no, no. While you're while you're at it, what is what's the movie you don't like? I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll try to find the name. It was with him and John Lithgow. Let me see if that can help. That was me a thing. Find uh, what, was yeah, it yeah, with yeah. John uh, Lithgow Denzel. was a bad guy. Uh-huh. Okay. John Lithgow is a John. great bad guy. Oh, dude, uh, have you seen his season in oh, Dexter? The best. Woo. That was the best one. Uh, Denzel Washington. Wait, what happened? Denzel Washington with John with yeah Ricochet 1991 it even had iced tea in it um it just wasn't good i mean you were, i that's I early know, the, denzel the, too the the thing that weirded me a very young denzel he was slim um not that he was ever fat but like you look at his face he looks he's like he just now. stepped out of high he's school now. um he's still sharp of course he's still uh, sharp and that's not what i'm saying looks but Looks it was like, like it was a movie about a cop that's like trying to take down this mob boss, and then the mob boss somehow gets a hold of him and like 
in an empty swimming pool, films him with a lady of the evening okay. and shooting him up with uh, substances. You know what Sounds I mean? Great. And and then so his whole reputation's ruined. Right. You know Denzel's reputation, and so to fake his own death, he climbs to the top of a building and says he has hostages and he's got he's putting on lipstick like he's going crazy and everything nice. and gets shot by a sniper to fake his own death and i was like what is going on sounds here? better than hidden strike that's a, that's for sure <laughs> oh dude i i guarantee it i guarantee okay. it so i guarantee it made more than two million dollars <laughs> <laughs> so still denzel washington wins all right, all right. man all if right. we take nothing we else tell- we were yeah, no, we were we were spinning out all over the road today. Yeah. But I mean, there's other things we wanted to see. There was like that. Uh, there's a Guy Ritchie film that we wanted to see. We were gonna go see it together. Yes, with with um, oh my gosh, I almost said Josh Hartnett. No, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, and then um, Mission Impossible. Neither one saw that yet. Which that's, I mean, that's just that's sad. Let's see if we can get our hands on um, what was the name of the the Guy Ritchie one? It was the not. Sentinel. Oh, is it not oh. Jarhead? No, no, that was another. No, nope. was another. Uh, Jake Jones. It, it started with a C. Uh, the Covenant. That's okay. what it was called. The Covenant. Let's see if we can get our hands on that. Absolutely. All right. All right, guys. We missed you. We obviously missed each other because we couldn't stop rambling. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we still have more to talk about, but we're almost an hour 20 into this. So, all right. That's it. I guess right. go to uh, For Reels podcast. On Instagram. On Instagram. Check us out. Go If you're on Spotify, go on Spotify. We always have like a little survey and uh, you can answer questions and we'll read them online and, or on the air. And then um, look forward to finally get into seven, which uh, seven. hopefully that happens within the next Isn't, couple weeks. I, I hope you bring your A game because like I'm bringing mine. That's fine. I mean, I, I have a lot more material to m- make it so that I win. Because I'm, I'm, I'm defending it. Because it's the greatest movie ever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that's cool. We'll see how this goes. Absolutely. So when we get uh, Will up and running, we'll be good. And thanks for listening. We'll see you guys soon. Yep. Oh, talking to my guy all wrong. Do it again. Stabbing the face with a soldering iron.